It's Brian, your lunatic friend, telling my story of Jesus and music, and if 1994 was the Slow Revival album and the tour, my Slow Revival would kick into high gear, because in 1995, I would release two albums, and the first one would only take me about two weeks. Mer Records called me up and wanted me to do a Spanish record. Actually, they just wanted me to sing over the tracks I'd already done. They were going to pick ten songs that were the most popular of my stuff, have the lyrics translated, and then put me in the studio with the translator and have him uh, show me how to sing the songs line by line in Spanish. Turns out that the record company realized that a lot of people were buying Spanish records in Christian music. And I remember telling them, man, I don't speak Spanish very well. And they said, we'll give you $10,000 to just sing them down. And I said, oye, como va? I guess I'll learn. Now, I don't know where they got Alejandro and Susana Allen to translate in a way that was so poetic, it didn't even sound like Spanish that I had heard. And I never actually met them. Because in the studio, it was Jose Soto that would sit in the control booth and literally walk me through every line of the songs. I remember walking into the studio and telling Jose, you know, I speak a little Spanish. And he says, no kidding. Yeah, I know how to say, donde esta el baño, which is basically, where's the bathroom. But when we started singing, man, I didn't even recognize any of it. He said, yeah, it's translated poetically in Castilian Spanish. Now, I just Googled that record and I'm looking at it right now. And at a glance, I can't tell what songs these were because they're written in Spanish. And I don't read Spanish because yo vivo in los Estados Unidos. Now, I'd taken a year of Spanish in high school, pero no entiende ni jota. I was told that means I don't know beans. And Mrs. Rodriguez, my Spanish teacher, wanted to give me the Spanish name Bruno. Oh, I don't think so. I talked her into calling me Diego. And she would call on me a lot, mostly for talking in English. Everyone in the class had a set of headphones with a microphone, and she had a board up in the front where she could tune in to individual students and listen to how they were speaking Spanish. And one of the first things I did in class was to imitate a line noise, which is a high-pitched frequency that's not supposed to be there. It kind of sounded like it would drive her crazy trying to figure out what was wrong. And one of the first lines I would learn in Spanish was va a la oficina, which is basically go to the office. And I'll never forget Diego, cállate la boca. Shut your mouth. Now, of course, I learned a lot more Spanish because I'm from Southern California and I played a lot in Texas. First song I ever did was yo te amo a ti, which is basically I love you with my life, I guess. Someone in the audience asked if I would sing it in Spanish. And because I didn't know it, I got somebody out of the audience to sing it for me while I just played in the background. And he got a better reason response that I did. And I don't remember what town that was in, but there was a really cool group there called Salvador. It was like a six-piece band, and they were doing R&B soul funk in Spanish. And they were so good that my record company even signed them to a deal. Only they made them stop doing funk and soul music. I heard their record sounded a little more Latin, but now it sounded too much like everybody else. And it seems to me they changed their name too, so now I can't find them. But they were some of the best musicians I ever heard. And some of the best singers I ever heard in Christian music were in a group called First Call. At least Bonnie Keane and Marty McCall were in that group. Melody Tooney also sang on this, and I can't remember if she was in that group. But I know she sang on it too, along with Chris Rodriguez and Micah Wilshire. Because the background vocals needed to be in Spanish too, this record would be called Unidos and El, and the title track would be, of course, United We Stand. And the song I Love You With My Life was probably the easiest one to sing in Spanish. And one of the first things I noticed when I was singing was that apparently I used In Mi Corazon a lot. It seemed like that came around all the time. 
time. So I'm always singing from my heart, I suppose. So give me a second. I'm going to have to go back and listen to the songs. Because once I hear the music, I'll know what song is what. Okay, I'm back. I guess the record starts with... Davis dentro de mi. Now, I'm not really sure what they're saying there, but the song is called Into My Heart, Out of My Head. Seems like In Me Corazon would have been in there somewhere. Now, the second song on the record was called Traces of Heaven, but the Spanish that they had it translated to was probably the most difficult. And that's probably why they made a duet out of it. They had Crystal Lewis sing the opening lines, because she got better grades in Spanish class. And I come in around the simple stuff, Un Poco del Cielo. The words didn't sound nearly as effortless as My Hope lies in your love for me. So that song was really busy, and the next song that I remember doing was called Love Takes Time, and it was translated El Amor. And one of my first thoughts was, I hope they're not jerking me around. For all I know, I could be singing songs by Tiny Tim. I was just hoping that I didn't come off like Julio in English. And hey, if Iglesias was doing a song with me, we could sing Me and Julio down by the schoolyard. But if I was gonna do another duet, I would pick Gloria Estefan singing this next song which is one of my favorites. C.S. Por Amor. When it comes to love. And singing this down, I realized that there was a more songs about amor than anything else on this record. And then there's Benditas Son Las Lagrimas, or Blessed Are the Tears. And next there was If There's One Thing You Can Count On, Todo Cambiará. And there was two more songs, Necesito and Eres Mi Refugio. I don't remember how this record sold in South America and elsewhere. I would fly down to Mexico once with Mission Aviation Fellow to visit a mission outreach for the Oaxacan Indians. I remember being in a restaurant down there trying to order off the menu, and I would discover that some words sounded alike. You had pecado, and then you had pescado. And it turns out, instead of ordering fish, I ordered a plate of sin. And another two words that were similar was ojos and hijos. Ojos is eyes, and hijos is kids. And they thought I was a comedian when I said, I live in the United States, and I have two eyes. So you can see why I would never tour this record and sing in Spanish. I know they were trying to get me to do a duet with a top Christian Spanish-speaking male vocalist, but that didn't happen. And I didn't know who he was, but then I don't think he knew who I was either. Funny, though, a decade later or two, that record started to get airplay again, and the record started selling in download form pretty significantly. I would never sing a whole song in Spanish in a live performance, but I did pick up enough Spanish to write a whole song by myself that goes, Jesus es la luz de mi vida. And I did a Spanish song because I realized that if you know five words in a language, you can make a song out of it. So it opens like this. Estás en mi corazón la luz de mi vida. And the hook is Jesús la luz la luz de mi vida. But que lastima lo siento. It was one of the songs that didn't make the last record. But maybe at some point I can find it and let you hear a version of it on nutshellsermons.com. And if you don't know Spanish you can go hear the music and know which songs these are. Like I said the album is called Unidos and L by Brian Duncan. That's me. If you don't find it on YouTube, you can request it from me here on nutshellsermons.com. And for a donation to my podcast, I will send you the MP3s of all the songs. I didn't spend a lot of time on the Spanish record because in the summer of 95, I would start a new Christmas record. And we would call that Christmas is Jesus. And that will be the next episode of Christmas and Jesus. Oh, I mean Jesus and music on nutshellsermons.com. And if you add forward slash support in the URL, you can go to my tip jar. And don't forget to hear Nutshell Sermons and prayers you won't hear in church, and I'm thinking about reposting the songs that didn't make the last record, only without any talking in front of it, so if you like it, I will send it to you. Just go to the 
URL and request it in the comments and think of it as a gratitude from me for being here as you, the listener. And now that I'm finished, I can cross off this episode. Let's all sing. Got a black magic marker. And that's the end of this episode. Ba-da-ba-ba-da. Ba-da-da-da-da.